Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This episode contains content warnings. Please see notes in the description for details. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents Only Fans Written by Kyle Harrison and narrated by Heather Thomas. COVID-19 hit me a lot harder than expected. Before lockdown, I was on my way to getting a promotion at my small business, the first female to ever achieve something like that, and I had just signed a new lease for a slightly more expensive apartment. I had even started dating a nice guy for once. Things were looking up. And then shit hit the fan. And oh boy, did it happen quick. First, I lost my job because the business couldn't afford to keep all of us staffed. Then I couldn't pay my rent and had to move back in with my parents. Talk about humiliating. I thought for sure that my boyfriend would be there for me during all of it but he just drowned himself in work and forgot about me. My parents were nice enough to let me have my old room back, but Dad sure made it clear he didn't want me there permanently. You're a grown woman now, Laura. You have to start taking responsibility for yourself, he said. I didn't think any of it was fair. Them treating me like a child. Me being forced to backpedal all of the goals I had hit because of the stupid pandemic? It sent me into a spiraling depression that felt impossible to escape. The only thing that kept me sane was a good friend named Audrey. 
When she heard what happened, she insisted we go out for drinks immediately. You can't just sit here and sulk, she insisted. Once we were at a club and got a few drinks into me, she asked me what I planned to do about work. You don't have to just wait and hope for unemployment, you know. There are plenty of jobs a girl like you could do from the comfort of your bedroom, she snorted. I laughed back, thinking she was just being goofy. <laughs> what? Do you mean like OnlyFans? I'm not going to expose myself to complete strangers. She laughed about it at first and teased. Girl, you definitely got the body for it. Why not make a little money off of what God gave you? I blushed, and then she pestered me more about it, the joke suddenly becoming a full-blown scheme. I bet it's super simple to set up, too. You could be making money for yourself in a few days with the proper equipment. And the best part? <laughs> no dress code required. Audrey cackled. I'm not sure if it was the alcohol or the way she was talking, but to be honest, what she said was starting to make sense. Why didn't I give it a try? It's not like I was becoming a prostitute or something. Somehow, by the end of that night, I had convinced myself to set up an OnlyFans profile. It was surprisingly easy. Maybe part of me hoped that something would make the process difficult and it would give me cold feet. An excuse to back down. But I got it done in less than 20 minutes. Once I was ready to film, I nervously sorted through all of my lingerie and then just said fuck it and decided to film naked. Go big or go home, right? After I was done, I uploaded the video and hoped that I wasn't making the biggest mistake of my life. Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
what happened next was like a roller coaster. The next few weeks, I was on cloud nine. I got amazing responses from the community. Followers by the dozens. And all of them were eager to pay for more content. It was just like Audrey had said. They were bending head over heels. It was a confidence boost, too. I suddenly felt validated and sexy. It emboldened me to go further, doing more raunchy things on camera. It was all an adrenaline rush that I had never experienced before. It didn't last, though. I think it was about a month or so after I started the account that I got my first trash talker. And that wasn't really so bad. I've dealt with bullies before. I figured just block and move on. It was one particular account, though, that took it to the next level. I'm not going to share their username here to keep others safe. But I think it's necessary that anyone who is using this service be aware creeps like this are probably more common than even I can imagine. They first sent me a $50 tip, followed by a request for a custom photo. That was pretty standard procedure, so of course I obliged them. Then things went dark very quickly. So. You're in Ohio? They asked when they paid for a private chat. Now, according to OnlyFans' rules and terms, I wasn't obligated to provide that information. But it troubled me that they knew. Before I could even respond, the mysterious user took it a step further. You needn't deny it. I recognized you from an old yearbook. I'm from the area as well. This should have sent all sorts of red flags up for me. But I was struck by the amazement of meeting someone I know in real life. The odds seemed astronomically high. Still, nothing they said sounded dangerous so far. So I kept casually chatting, ignoring the other warning messages they sent. Reflecting on it now, the signs were all there. So do your parents know that you do this? Have you ever thought about taking it further on camera? Someday, we will be together. This last one was what prompted me to decide that I couldn't entertain the notion anymore and end it. Screw the money. I could find other ways for making a quick buck. Sorry this is getting too much. I'm going to be blocking you. Again, why did I even give them that courtesy? Am I just too nice? Who knows? But they didn't like that response at all. You disconnect from me, and you will regret it forever, Laura. That message had an ominous undertone. And soon they sent another that made it clear this wasn't any idle threat. I can forward all your videos to your father 
right now as we speak. Or, maybe better, to every Facebook friend you have. He responded. If I was a braver person, I would have called his bluff. But I never have been that type. He must have known that. You're going to do exactly as I say. And no one will get hurt, he said. You can't be serious, I responded. Why was I even entertaining this? I should have called the police. Ask your parents if they want to sleep well tonight. You will realize that with one of them choking on their own tongue, how serious I can be. Now, shall we begin my private show? The stranger asked. I tried to see if I could pinpoint their IP address, tell the authorities while I also stripped for the camera. So beautiful and obedient, the taunter said as I sent the first pick. It was so easy to do just as I was told, but I also had to fight back. The IP search went to the dark web, though. Untraceable. This wasn't just some joker. I was in real danger of them finding me with their advanced tech. Get out the knife in your drawer and cut at your wrist, the stalker said. I took it out without hesitation and stared at my pale skin, my body going pale because of the cut. I saw blood trickle out. I got dizzy and almost passed out. Go deeper, or your mom will never get that surgery she needs. The stalker taunted. Why are you doing this? I begged. Their response. Because I can. It stayed like this for the next week. I didn't get any requests except for him. I was his slave. I felt trapped. I couldn't just log off and leave when I wanted. My world revolved around pleasing him. It finally got to the point that I threatened to take my life. You can't control me anymore, I told the stranger behind the screen as I held the knife to my throat. To my shock and disgust, they replied, Do it, Laura. Finish it. It will be a good show. Instead, I flipped off the camera and cried myself to bed. I left the service after that, refusing to let them keep controlling my life. I kept waiting, day after day, for the blackmail to kick in. But nothing ever happened. Then it hit me. How gullible I had been. There wasn't going to be repercussions. It had all been a lure by a sicko on the dark web. A month passed before I really let my guard down and decided life was normal again. 
Then Audrey asked me to drink again. I told her everything about the whole experience. I was happy I could joke about it now. But as I kept talking, I saw how pale her face got. And you just walked away. No consequences, she asked. I called their bluff, girl. They can't hurt me, I said confidently. I hope you're right, she said with a shudder. I was sure I was. It was over. I could move on from this dark chapter. That night I dropped her off and drove home to find out that my house door was open. My mom and dad were quiet inside. It made my heart drop. A burglar? I called out to them and frantically searched the house. I found them bound and gagged and unconscious in their beds, intertwined with each other as if being forced to kiss. On the wall was a message written in blood. If I can't have you, no one will. Then the house went up in flames from an explosion. When I woke up in the hospital, my parents were already dead. The paramedics told me it was an accidental gas leak that caused the explosion. But I knew the truth. My mysterious stalker had finally made his threats come true. It's been months since then. I haven't heard from them again. But I refuse to ever log on to OnlyFans again. I want them to think I died in that fire, too. It's safer that way. To be anonymous once again. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, please visit creepypod.com. If you'd like to submit a story for consideration or recommend a story, please see our submission page at creepypod.com slash submissions. All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons share-alike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast production team and the story's author. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe.
Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.